Before this episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast, we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened to all of these episodes so far. Um, So many of you have been liking it and sharing it with your friends, and we want you to keep doing it. Um, And to say thank you, head over to facebook.com slash DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. We've got a ton of things that we are going to be giving away every single week. It's all Marvel related and, and related to the movie that we're watching this week. Um, so yeah, head over there and we're giving stuff away to say thank you for all of the support that you've been giving us. Um, so without further ado, here's the show. This is another episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast. Are you ready to go to space, boys? <laughs> oh my god. Three, two, one. Blast off. Yeah. We'll see you in Jupiter, ladies. Hold on, I forgot my Tesla. Oh. Oh, nice. That was a good one. Yeah. Got a lot of apologies to make. Nothing's been the same since New York. You experience things, and then they're over. I can't sleep. And when I do, I have nightmares. Honestly, there's a hundred people who want to kill me. I hope I can protect the one thing I can't live without. Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast. So this is how it works. Uh, we're a ton of episodes in already, but if you started in the middle for some reason, we watch a Marvel movie every single week from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then we talk about it. We talk about uh, all of the the cool stuff that we like, the things that we would have changed. We do a trivia show, and uh, yeah, we have a good time. It leads all the way up to uh, the Infinity Wars movie, which comes out pretty soon, actually. I got to say, we only have a couple movies. We're already in phase two. 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 Um, I'm one of your hosts, Emmanuel. I am another one of your hosts, John. I second that. Was that third that? Third that. Andrew is my name. <laughs> and we've got another returning guest. I don't remember what episode you were on. It was, uh, it was uh, the first Thor. 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 God damn it. Delphin. God damn okay, it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Close enough. Hulk yeah. and Thor are both the same. Yeah. <laughs> but please welcome back Rob. Back yeah. to the podcast here. Together we form Voltron. We're not there yet, so spoilers. (laughs) Well, this week is pretty much the hangover to um, the Avengers (laughs) movie and the Avengers episode. We were all super wasted. Now we just have headaches. Yeah, I wasn't even there, and I'm I'm pretty wasted as well. We have Topo Chicos just like spread all over this fucking place. Topo Chicos, (laughs) Topo Chicos. Uh, Funny. Um, thing I tried a Topo Chico for the first time ever the He's other day. Like, I can't stop saying Topo Chico. They sponsored this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, and I don't know it why I didn't. Ex- water. Yeah, it's I don't know why water. I didn't expect just fizzy water. But yeah. when I was drinking, I'm just thinking like, go, you know, go drink a Topo Chico. Uh, when right. I was just thinking, when I was drinking, I was like, I don't have a hangover. Where the fuck did I just buy this? When it's kind of weird. After you drank it, you a scarf appeared on you, and you got into your Tesla. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, off, yeah. yeah and my hat became even more. It, it was. It went from a bucket hat to a yeah. fedora. Wow. Oh, it was yeah, yeah. instantly weird. Uh, yeah. The two major sponsors of today's episode: Tesla and Topo Chico. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, the hangover to the to the Avengers movie. Uh, the start of Phase Two of this grand scheme that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So after the insane events of the Avengers movie, it 
you know, could only really go to another Iron Man. Um, it, it's really successful. So successful, successful was Avengers that they increased the budget of this movie, but it was a whole different feel, a different ball game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Partially because, uh, John Favreau was ousted. He, yeah. And, and <laughs> a different director came on board. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was real iffy about whether he would come back at all as Iron Man. People were 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 expecting this movie not to make as much money as Avengers because they were like, "That was insanely good." Yeah, like how how else can you top that? Yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie is a fairly different movie. I would say it's just as different as um as um cool. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, oh, I was. I'm letting the audience insert a different movie here. Oh, okay, there we cool. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interactive. Vote keep it, keep it o- open ended. Yeah. As different as Free Willy mm-hmm. and Jaws. It, it is. is now. Did this movie come Deep out? Lucy. The an entire year after Avengers because it didn't come out the same year, did it? Um, it came out one month after the Avengers. Did it really? No. <laughs> could you imagine? No, it didn't it take? It came out said, like obviously. It came out. Um, like, on May 3rd in 2013. And I remember that because I was living somewhere else at the time. And, and Avengers actually, was 2012. So, nice. like, you know, May of 2012. Um, this came out a whole year afterwards. And obviously this was the next thing. This is the we're now living in a post Avengers world as far as this right. podcast goes. The and now um, in New York. So like now you they know, have to explain where Captain America is because he's not helping with Iron Man 3. Or not, actually, I guess, since yeah, this movie's exactly. going on. But it is kind of weird, you know going from that transition because now you have all the heroes go together and now you're kind of getting back to single movies. So like, you know, you have some work to do as far as like, you know, how your audience is going to pick up on that. And you have to make the stakes a little bit smaller, I would say, because smaller, but very personal. Yeah. 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 Well, this movie I would describe as uh, a real PTSD drama for um, Tony Stark, considering everything that he went through and I guess what he saw up in space, boys. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, what did you guys think of Iron Man 3? Iron Man, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is one of my favorite Marvel movies to date. You know, Ooh. I love this movie. This movie, it's only maybe because I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Shane Black than I am of like, you know, possibly Iron Man. Um, this um this movie's great. Like you know, it's it's got like little. It's got like some. Yeah. It's got some dark humor in it, uh, which Shane Black is totally known for. If you guys have watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and you know um the nice guys, you know that type of humor is just like you know, it's pretty great. Like you know you it's juxtaposed with something serious happening, but it very comedically. Yeah. In other words, and so this movie is full of that. Like it's full of very witty one liners. Um, I don't even know about one liners. Like it, it's got some witty th- dialogue in general. It's got some very great um great character moments as far as like the the character of tony stark you know in cinematic form like it's it's pretty awesome that the fact that like you know he goes from this person who um is kind of used to doing everything and then like is stripped down to his core and like you know he, he has to do you know basically you know everything by himself without a suit for a long time and then you kind of you know pick up on that at the very end you know and or you add the iron man-esque flavor at the very end and all around, it's just like a very fun movie. I'm not exactly sure why. Well, actually, I, I think I know why people hated it. It's probably because of that <clears throat> a certain twist at the, you know, revolving a certain character in this movie. They make some really strong choices yeah. in this movie. They do, but like they 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 do it for the sake of actually having an enjoyable, enjoyable cinematic experience. So like, you know, they, they kind of twist um, your expectations around how on how this movie is going to be. Um even from the trailers, like, you know, when you first saw the first teaser trailer, all you saw was Iron Man's house getting destroyed. 
and you saw you saw missiles, you know, shooting um, the suits, and you know he's being buried underneath, like you know this this large amount of rubble underneath the sea, and you're just thinking like, wow, this is the dark night of fucking Marvel movies. And then when you watch it, you're just like, wow, this is really fun. Like it's a, it's a it's a romp. Like you know, you're just you're just having Summer fun romp. the entire time. Yeah. And so I guess the Dark Knight wasn't fun. Yeah. I guess yeah. not. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I you know, laughed a ton during yeah. the Dark Knight. <laughs> this movie is great. Like from little moments to like you know little little pieces of dialogue which just make you smile. Like you just can't help but smile. But also just even down to the fact of the very satisfying, in my opinion, action sequence at the very end. Like this movie is all around great. It's my favorite of the Iron Man franchise. Even it, it, it even overtakes. I feel like the first one, and um, even you know even other Marvel movies after that because you don't really get the this is the one that feels the most different out of every Marvel movie because this is not um, this is a very much Shane Black movie. Like if you if you know Shane Black's flicks, um, this is very much his movie, and it's you know it's to me it's like you know grade A all across the board. So wow. I think we're yeah. done here. Yep. No, yeah, John loves this movie. Uh, he's right now he's fucking a Blu-ray yeah. of it in front <laughs> of us. He's basically just covered in Shane Black. I didn't right think now. you guys would announce that on the podcast, but I'm going to stop here. So. Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty interesting that uh, I'm glad that you brought up Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because it's Shane Black did that. And, mm-hmm. and that's basically, it's interesting how it's come full circle. That kiss Kiss Clang Clang. Yeah. In a, in a way. <laughs> that uh, That's actually almost what helped resurrect Robert Downey Jr.'s career, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much in the dumps and yeah. that film really helped bring him back. Uh, I, however, was not in the same boat. I'm not a big fan of this film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's kind of probably one of the movies I kind of hate the most in really? this Marvel yeah. universe. I mean, Thor Dark World is probably <laughs> so second. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be in for a really weird stretch here. Yeah, yeah next yeah, week, yeah. guys. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it, I do, it does have qualities that are good about it. I just... I think from the comic point of view, Extremis is the Extremis storyline they used to base the film off of, which is probably one of Iron Man's greatest storylines. Amazing They story They yeah. definitely butcher it a lot for this film. They do. They, yeah. It was almost like the equivalent of like um, the old man Logan storyline for Logan, you know, where they just kind of like, I'm just going to take like two or three things and then we're going to just write something completely different. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that are good about the film and, and a lot of things I don't like. I really despise the the kid. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Ty Simpkins. Ty Simpkins. Yeah, yeah. Rob hates you. <laughs> Take Drew, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I'm glad that I'm going right after you two because um, I think I could see points in both of yours. And I'm glad Rob's disagreement with it isn't, oh, it was the twist. Um, it's definitely one of those things where, like, if you've read the extremist storyline, that is such. That was one of the it's greatest amazing, Iron right? Man it's, runs it's, yeah, to me, great. like in general. And it's we so read much, that right after we watched that motion comic, right after yeah, yeah. the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, and man, and it, it's it's crazy on what the extremist little. I guess I don't even know what it. It, it literally recodes whatever. Like it ba- basically makes you a god, Superman, essentially, because you're you know? stronger in the comics than you are right. in the movies. Yeah. Right, and um, so I I think that that's pretty cool because again, it was a it was a, a great storyline. Iron Man, I, I couldn't say enough about it. But um, especially, yeah, it's like the way Logan was. We're like, let's just take the road trip element of like they're they're traveling across country. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we're going to write the movie around. But um, I did like it as a film, uh, you know, as a just looking at it as a movie standpoint and as a standalone movie and not connecting it to anything Iron Man related. Um, it, it's It's pretty awesome to see Shane Black not let anyone else uh, try to, I guess, mess with this movie. So um, it's uh, just, I like it as a Christmas movie. I don't know if anybody else thinks that, but I mean, in, in this one, that. watching it with the with the uh, the commentary now, 
Um, it was pretty cool because you could hear kind of like when, when Ty Simpkins comes in, they're like, oh, it's like the ghost of Christmas past. Like, this is what Tony was. And I'm like, oh, I like that. That's cool because it's well, like what he could be. So that's why Tony takes care of this kid because it's basically him. And they were uh, they were talking about scenes they had where like there were similarities where, you know, uh, he gives Ty Simpkins a little missile where he's like, oh, it's for your bully. And in the in other earlier drafts, you find out that um, Iron Man would talk to him about his own bully. Like, oh, man, I got. You know, I got bullied too, and he's like, "The smart kids always get bullied," you know. Yeah. And then Robert Downey Jr. was like totally against that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because he's like, "No, everybody gets bullied," you know. Yeah, like yeah. it's not just smart kids. But I thought that was pretty cool, and um, <laughs> I never saw that connection. I was kind of in the, the same boat as Rob, where like, oh, I kind of don't appreciate this this uh, kid, and you know, especially because Robert Downey Jr. is so so uh, blunt. But I mean, uh, Shade Black's magic makes it work you know with with funny lines that he's able to kind of call the kid a pussy and then keep <laughs> keep going you know and, and it'd still be okay and i'm glad that marvel studios took the gamble of um letting shane black do his thing a little bit more than than other people i meant like alan taylor on Thor the dark world sorry again <laughs> but Fuck. um but yeah again i could see on how because obviously it, the extremist storyline in the comics is a better Iron Man stories in this it's movie. It's very serious. But Super I, serious. But again, I, I, I can also see what Shane Black did for, for Iron Man in general. It's like what he did with the Mandarin, where uh, in, a, in a, I mean, we'll get to Homecoming eventually, Spider-Man Homecoming, but that vulture, that, that villain, to me, was dead in the water because it's so cheesy. Yeah. It's an old man in a fucking feather costume that flies around. But they were able to reinvent him. It's like what happened with Whiplash and Crimson Dynamo in Iron Man 2, where that's the way they draw Whiplash now. Like that that's the character now. He has um, long hair and just like Yeah, him. yeah, he's got the, you know, Ivan Vanko and uh, he's got all those whips and shit and they kind of updated him and that's what that's what they took in the comics and they still use that. Same thing with the Vulture. I think it's cool cuz they kind of gave him this badass look that now you could kind of build off of in the future. And it's the same thing with the Mandarin in this one, where um, I was telling Rob earlier at the shop that in the sixties, when they created the Mandarin, there was no other threat, bigger threat to the than, US. than yeah. Yeah, to the U S and communists, which was yeah. like essentially China, you know? And uh, so they drew up Chinese, you know, but in this one, they kind of like, what's the real threat? How would he have evolved? He still does things that the Mandarin would have done in the comic. But again, just, you know, what's what's relevant it's now? It's a little bit of a twist, yeah, yeah. Of, of of how you would see it in today's world. I mean, that's how the extremist storyline goes. It does revolve around the Afghanistan war and, and military and all that stuff. So it is interesting to kind of take the the viewpoint of a, a terrorist. And you know, obviously, we'll get to the Mandarin thing later on. But uh, but I can appreciate that too. Actually, actually, that's part of those parts of the film that I actually did like is the way they treated the Mandarin and, and made him feel realistic. I think a lot of the stuff in this universe is real hard to get because it's, you know, gods or uh, creatures that have been, or people that have been affected by radiation and all this different stuff right, and everything. Yeah. But uh, I think when you get to something like that, where it's like, uh, it just seems like this, this would happen, you know, this could happen. Somebody who's just in the wrong state of mind, manipulating others to do their bidding. And uh, I, I think that was a, a very creative way to handle the character without it seeming like, oh man, this is kind of random. I know when they first announced it, I was immediately like, oh, this is going to be weird. The Mandarin's a very trippy character. And the same way I felt about Doctor Strange, but it, Doctor Strange ended up working. But I think at the time, I don't know if people were ready to see that kind of character. Sorry. <laughs> Did it work? Oh, we'll get to that in the Doctor <laughs> yeah, Strange yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. interesting you bring up the Afghanistan part because it does have, it's kind of the beginning of these movies. And of course, with Winter Soldier, 
and the other Captain America movies. It's the beginning of this kind of making these movies relevant with themes that are with, with things that people deal with now. Almost, mm-hmm. I was jokingly talking about PTSD, but this movie like directly refer, re- references uh, veterans and and yeah. Yeah. people who well, want to just be fixed and healed and better. But I bet you hit around the head too, because I mean, I think Tony's kind of going through PTSD also from just, and it seems like kind of after like Avengers, like from well, here on out, he's kind of been affected with PTSD the rest know, of these films. And that's what's awesome because in the Avengers, remember um, Coulson dies and Captain America goes, what, you never lost a soldier? And he goes, we're not soldiers. Well, that's the thing. is, you like, know, yeah, and it kind of, from then on, it's kind of like, I feel like Tony is that like, you know, as, as sociopathic as he is in these yeah. movies, he's the most human character. Cause you have Black Widow and um, Hawkeye who are assassins and they're dehumanized, I, I guess, to, you know, towards um, their missions and stuff. Like, you know, they know what to do. Like, they're not obviously losing any sleep over killing loads of people for, yeah. for their, for their killing machines. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You have the Hulk who obviously, you know, does stuff, you know, he's, he's conflicted, but like, you know, he has an actual other personality, which he's is not in Hulk. control. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have Captain America, who's a super soldier, who's an actual soldier who doesn't, you know, who knows how to deal with this type of trauma and stuff like that. And then you have Tony Stark. Tony Stark is like, you know, just a, just a billionaire and stuff like that. You know, it's, he's, it's he's interesting. Not, uh, like the yeah, flamboyant weapons human. dealer is the most grounded character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what this movie establishes. Like, you know, he's kind of like, you know, he, he's suffering for the, for the deeds that he's, he's done in the Avengers and he doesn't know how to quite deal with it, which is pretty awesome. Like you, you see him, you know, early, the first scene or one of the first scenes that you see him in, he's basically, and it's mentioned right off the bat, you've been awake for 72 hours and you know, something's yeah. up. And you know he's he's building some sort of suit that just That's the attaches old to him. Jr. We know you've yeah. been up for seventy two hours. You oh. have a ton of burning ton of the, drugs in your burning system. the midnight it's oil. The first yeah. dark joke of uh, RDJ here of the night. Well, yeah. so Kevin uh, Feig, Feige, we still don't Feige. know. Feige, Feige, Feige. Why you guys? Feige. It's a it's a topic Feige. of much discussion. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he he re- he called this movie a love triangle between. Uh, Potts, Stark, and then and then Iron and Man. Iron Man, yeah. And yeah. I think it makes a, a pretty flawed kind of self-deprecating character. Um, and and it's kind of Shane Black's forte. He likes making uh, villains that are real villainous, and then characters who are pretty flawed, superhuman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what's cool is that in one of the first trailers you see that also where like Pepper sleeping with Tony, and then the Iron Man's armor is like, "What the fuck you doing with my yeah. man?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a crazy Get identity crisis. Man. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, Shane Black. What do you What do you guys think uh, of his movies? Did you think he did a good job? I mean, he's obviously this is no indie movie. This is a yeah blockbuster. This is a Marvel movie. Summer romp. As so John said he, earlier, he had to <laughs> exactly. deliver with some of the action that people expected from a Marvel movie. This movie ended up making more than a billion dollars. Yeah, I think it was the highest grossing Iron Man, and it was ever. It was yeah. pretty. Yeah, it was pretty pretty up there it in terms of Marvel successful. Heroes. But a lot of that, I think, is related to the success of. Uh, Avengers because yeah. it was you know it's people totally just went true. to go see yeah, that people wanted to see what's happening next yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, what happens what's, after what's, this what's where do we on? go I, I think, think yeah. this, this yeah. film hit at the right time because yeah. people were just left hungry for like oh man what's coming up next and all that stuff well, so oh, how do you yeah. think Shane Black did with a, with a Marvel movie um, I think they should give him more yeah I, 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 I don't care if it's it. another Iron Man movie but I mean, to me, like, this is one of the, like, it might not be the best Marvel movie, but it's one of the Are better sure? ones for sure. Yes. Like, it's pretty great. Actually. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, what Winter is Soldier. the best movie? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier? Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're going to get to that. Yeah. But so, but, 
Well, it's, it's, yeah. I was going to say, no, no, I forgot what I was saying. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, (laughs) no, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, man, we all forgot. I know. Uh, What's happening? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We sound like an Alzheimer's treatment center podcast. Damn it. (laughs) And we're just like, what? What'd you say? (laughs) But I think, like, you know, um, I think, you know, I, um, you know, I really want Shane Black to do more stuff in general. Like, you know, if if, if, he did the Nice Guys, the Nice Guys was great. The Nice Guys is amazing. It's It's one of the funniest movies. That's why I can't wait for his Predator movie because I'm like, whoa, not only was he in the original Predator, but he's also a hell of a director and I can't wait to see what he does with it. Right. And then even listening to, I mean, me and you, uh, Drew, we watched the movie mostly with the commentary on. Like yeah. he's a totally down to earth dude. Like yeah, he, he's pretty he has, funny. He has no problem dissing the movie, the parts that he doesn't like, and like right. he would even the writers with him, right? You know, during the commentary, Drew Pierce is actually with um, Drew Pierce uh, yeah, Guy Pierce's brother. No, he um, <laughs> no, he's not just kidding. <laughs> cool Pierce's brother. Yeah. But like you know, he's he's there with them, and he you know they're riffing on the movie, and then at one point like. Shane Black goes like, "That's a terribly written line," and you hear oh, yeah. like Drew Pierce is like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's like, which writer was that? Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> it obviously wasn't Drew, or else he would have called him right on it." <laughs> but like you know, he's he's totally down to earth, and he knows what he likes or what works in movies. Like, like, right. That I feel like you know they should probably give him more. Like if anything, if there is going to be an Iron Man four, like if Robert Downey Jr. says yes for some reason to do another one, yeah. I feel like yes, they should more give money, to- handy more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah there exactly. you go. Like you know, well, I feel like Marvel should pay him out and get. Shane Black was to cool fucking direct the next movie. On the uh, commentary, they said on how much Marvel wanted Jarvis to be in this movie. Like they wanted him talking every other, like pretty and much Shane every Black other was line. Like Shane Black was like, shit. no, like He's this like, movie yeah. isn't about Jarvis. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Obviously, Marvel might have been trying to push their new foreshadowing iPhone Jarvis edition. Oh, boom, I'm copywriting it here. They barely make a bunch of money on that. <laughs> They'd be like, boom, it, it comes in gold. Yeah, Shane Black was talking shit the entire time. He was like, you know, yeah. I think it was probably more of like, Ultron foreshadowing. They're trying yeah. to get that going. Or yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, else yeah, are they going to have Jarvis without Iron Man? They uh, just yeah. show him in a yeah. Captain right. America. Exactly. Movie. But even at one point, Shane Black does like an impression of Jarvis's voice. He's like, yeah. uh, sir, uh, we are going to. And then Shane Black is like, first of all, I hate exposition. He's like, when people explain shit just for the for the yeah, sake of and, explaining yeah. shit. See, that's why I can appreciate like it, it's, he's just a good filmmaker in general. So I, I like that he sticks to his guns because. Or his gut, because that's ultimately it's what his makes movie. it good. Yeah, right, it's, exactly. Yeah. It, it's worked with it for him so far. Why wouldn't you do it? Well, let's talk about the actual story of what happens in the movie, and then we can talk about some of the villains. Villains. Vijay? Vijay? Figgy? Figgy? Oh, that's a new one. Oh, there we go. Um, so uh, the, the, he, he he's dealing with a lot of this uh, trauma that he he's facing, because I, I think he just saw a glimpse of the universe and realizes, well, shit. Yeah, where well, I mean, it's literally where no man has gone before. Like, whoa, look at all this stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. and, that's and, Thanos. And so he spends a lot of his time just tinkering away while War Machine goes and fixes a lot of the he's world's. Al- he's almost like, now, uh, yeah, he's almost like Doomsday prepping. I mean, he's yeah. making a ton of suits. He's ready to he's go to some kind of crazy for war. something. Yeah, yeah. he's oh, pushing yeah. pots away. Uh, yeah, because exactly. He, he wants her to be protected at all. Does it times. take the pot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and this story starts in the fraction of their relationship a lot more, and, yeah. and obviously it gets worse as the movie goes along. But yeah, as, um, yeah, as, but, well, as the franchise goes along, they, I and, feel like they only recently just made up. Yeah, and ultimately there's a uh, there's a there's just a villain egging him on, which is the Mandarin, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he loses his suit. Sir Ben and, Kingsley, yeah, Sir Ooh, Ben yes. Kingsley, sorry, Sir there Ben Kingsley. Yes. Kingsley. 
Um, he and, has uh, been knighted. And, and he just bold face tells him to come at him because I guess he just yeah. doesn't come at give me, bro. Enough. At my dance party. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he loses his suit. And I think this is one of the things of uh, that we haven't seen yet from Iron Man is him just being uh, nothing again. And I guess building himself back up from, from scratch. From yeah. scratch. Yeah. I feel like the house party protocol would have benefited had he activated it when the helicopters were attacking him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like 42 armors against two helicopters. What the fuck you going to do? Yeah. You know? It's kind of odd. We would have ended right there. Well, what did you guys think of the Mandarin's uh, character in the beginning and kind of just introducing him? Because they, they used a lot of, uh, I know he doesn't like exposition, but they use a lot of like imagery from ISIS videos. Yeah, 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 yeah Middle exactly. Eastern. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's the thing is that the Mandarin was never that. He was yeah. Chinese, you know? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Like, what? He yeah. is the leader of the Ten Rings, though. Yeah, that yeah. Point, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And which is cool because, yeah. well, which is weird because in the first Iron Man, that was the organization that yeah. captured him, the Ten Rings. And there is something, I mean, we'll probably get to this eventually in the podcast, but there is a, one a hint of an actual, quote unquote, hmm. real, actual real Mandarin, Mandarin yeah. out there. Which yeah. is weird because to me, this was the real Mandarin. Well, the Iron yeah. Patriots hunting him. Him. That's his. That's his duty, his, right? And yeah, he's trying to save the world and it. the president from him. And what's Iron Man doing? He just doesn't care. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the point where I was kind of lost at well, this point. Like logic is breaking down because something. it's almost as if he's itching for something different. Because in the restaurant, he's like, "Hey, can you tell me anything about him?" Like, I what get is that it? part, but the thing is, like, why haven't they gotten Cap on this shit? Like, because you yeah, know his yeah. name is actual Captain America. And yeah. Well, I mean, like you get Iron Patriots doing the flashy hunting them down in front of public, but. I mean, Iron Man's, you know, sitting in, what was he's, it, Tennessee or something? I can't remember where he's at. Like, but yeah, like, he's, yeah, he's Elon Musk, so it's like a, yeah. a private fucking company. Like, he's not government. <laughs> Shit. He's a, it's not a private, sorry. <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> Fuck you, HomePod. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, like, it's just basically, like, you know, you're, you're having a private person come out there and, like, you know, doing your job for you, which is not, it's not a very U.S. But Tony, US thing Tony's, at all. but yeah. Tony's like sitting down the on the ground floor trying to crack this case, looking into the the bombing himself. Yeah, right, yeah. That, you know, it's caused like, by in a way they well, only, him only too. when it becomes personal. Right, yeah, yeah. Only when it becomes personal. Yeah. 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 Well, so that's uh, another thing is that this movie has an insane flashback with a botanist or that lady who's botanist, a botanist. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what it starts with. Uh, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. Good year. We're happy Hogan. So John Favreau is still keep singing. Still acts. No, don't stop. Um, acts as uh, still acts as Happy Hogan. But Yo, to, listen. Uh, okay, now I'm getting. But he actually gets to spend a lot of time just being that character without having to worry about directing the film. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was really cool that he, he came really back. Funny. For that. Yeah, uh, that's pretty. He's awesome. a really good part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but he, his death or his almost death is <laughs> kind of death. the the thing that makes Iron Man uh, want to confront the Mandarin even more to the point of telling his address to. Everyone, everyone yeah. on the yeah. it's, it's very, very power play. Yeah, you know? very yeah. power play. But also at the same time, very Tony Stark, even yeah. in sync with the comics, because yeah. like he's totally like that. So like I appreciated that. That's pretty awesome. Like you know, because he would totally do that. And but then you he wasn't ready. He was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is like he, he you get that scene afterwards where he's yeah. just like you know he's kind of weirded out. He's like. Come on! I just threatened a terrorist. Like, come yeah. on! No one called him. Fuck? Nick Fury didn't call him. No one called him. Yeah. No one ever. They couldn't. They couldn't afford the cameo. Everyone <laughs> was watching the news, and they were like, "Hey, there's a missile going." To yeah, exactly. And everyone's yeah. just like, no one "I think you fucked good. up, dog." Yeah. Like, why did you say that? Yeah, Captain yeah. America is just, just <laughs> making out with an old Peggy Carter. Uh, what do you think everyone's doing in the, during this movie? What do you think Black Widow's doing? Probably undercover, some somewhere. sort of yeah, like yeah. some sort of black ops. Jeez. Shit, yeah. And this is where like 
her this, film would work yeah. is if they were to do things like this, like cut between, away to yeah, like between turn between stuff, things, yeah. uh, t- taking out you know missions and carrying out missions and stuff. Right. I think her her film could benefit a lot off of flashback scenes. Yeah. You know? Well, so I, this is like something that I'm going to. Sorry, I don't mean to no, go ahead, go ahead. But like this is what I agree with Rob at this point. But also like you know, kind of see the fans' kind of point of view at this point because we are obviously this is a uh, post Avengers world. So I can totally see why people would think like, why don't you just call Thor or why don't you just call like, you know, Captain America for this shit. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, that is kind of weird. Like you don't explain that. But like, you know, for the sake of the character development, like you kind of have to have individual storylines. And it sort of happens quickly, I guess, too, to where it's not something that they have to call the Avengers together for. When Andrew said that yesterday, too, he's like, they they have a, um, you know, we were watching the movie yesterday. Protocol. And Andrew's like, well, no, it's not that. It's just like, you know, obviously the, the MCU operates on a weird timeline. So, like, you know, some movies take place immediately after the Avengers and some movies take place like, you know, a year after yeah. the Avengers. And so, like, you know, I get I get that point. Like, you know, if, you, if you're going by that logic, like, you know, some stuff has to happen and then some stuff doesn't. Um, but, you know, I can totally see people's point of views. You're just like, why don't you just call, like, you know, Captain America for this part of the movie yeah. and stuff? So, like, I can, I, that's, yeah, I that's guess kind of valid. It'd be cool for the cameo, I guess, but it'd be, it's more of his character development. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, the movie's called Iron Man 3. So, yeah. like, why would you want to have everybody else in it? If, I'm sure know, they all have situations where, like, why don't you call the Hulk in or why don't you call, Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's Thor Ragnarok. You know that that's happen. why you call the Hulk Captain in. America <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's that's kind of interesting to touch upon because like you know you don't see that so much in these early phase two movies, but then when you get to phase three, you start yeah. mixing characters together. Yeah. Like you know, like, now uh, every movie has to have two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it has multiple you Avengers. Have Hulk with the with you know, Thor. Or else no one's t- gonna buy tickets. Yeah. By the time we get and to Captain America, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's even by the, the time you now. get to Civil War. I mean, that's practically Avengers it's movie. Insane, it's yeah. an Avengers movie. So well, this is the so the one of the main parts Civil of the War. movie is there are people who are exploding everywhere, and most of them are veterans. Yeah, um, extremists, literally yeah. exploding extremists. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we find out that it's Guy Pierce's character who is. Well, there's more of the, the imagery with like suicide bomb, quite yeah. literally. And there it shows the attacks that are happening around the the, the the country, and and he happens to land, or I guess he after the. Uh, after he loses his house, yeah. he's, he goes to one of the towns where these attacks happened. I don't know. It, it was a it was a protocol from Jarvis. I guess he already started looking into in the, the town. He had set yeah, a flight yeah. plan. So, for yeah, it, and then he got attacked. Yeah. And this is that 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 not that slow part of the movie, but kind of the the more introspective parts of the movie where he has panic attacks with the kid from Jurassic World. Yeah, <laughs> Tyson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, and of course, at, at, at this yeah. point, everyone thinks that he's dead right now. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. True. So, yeah. And they had and, an oh, imagery. Man, I was they had not, an imagery. Remember that one point where they they literally looked at a photo where like oh yeah a race car driver had just had died, died and, and like the, the wife, wife grabbed the helmet and put it up to her forehead and that's what Pepper Potts does with the Iron Man three helmet. Yeah, I was like yeah. oh man, it's true. Everyone thought she died. And you see, he it, died. That's why. I, that's why I appreciate someone like Shane Black at the helm because he's like oh that little insp- that little thing that was so touching. Well, even then, like here. you 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 got really heated or like you know kind of passionate about that point where Shane Black and Drew Pierce were explaining about the Mandarin um, character in general because like everybody was pissed off. Let's go ahead and talk about that right now. Yeah. Um, the fanboy community yeah. was pissed off at the fact that the Mandarin, which is in the comics, uh, I don't know if it's true now because I'm, I'm, I haven't been kept up with you know Iron Man comics now, but the original nemesis, quote unquote, of Iron Man was the Mandarin. 
Right. You know, and at this point, you know, they're they're actually in, introducing the character on the screen and then it becomes a parody. Right. Like, you know, the, you have the Mandarin who's becoming like, you know, a super force to be reckoned with. Serving Kingsley and then they put it, pull the rug from yeah, him. Yeah, it's, exactly. And he's just an actor. Like, he's guy, not right Yeah, there, right. Uh, it's Guy Pierce's uh, the thing is, like, Killian. Drew was like super passionate because like at that point they're explaining on the commentary, they're explaining what the Mandarin is and it's still the Mandarin. And it's so funny because I literally got done with the rant and then this part of the movie came up like, yeah, and everybody hated the Mandarin. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy that I yeah, and he literally just like, got done saying and what they, they explained. Did. They're just like this guy, the Mandarin is an external, like you know, representation of what Aldrich Killian believes. Aldrich Killian is. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's all of the stuff that Aldrich you know believes in, but it's just externalized onto a different person. And right. he's still the Mandarin. Right. He's just, just telling somebody else to say what he what he thinks or what he yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. What he and, says. Like, and then like you know, he said at that point, like the movie's all about masks, which is you know, whether the whether the idea is an Iron Man mask or something else. Right. You know, or it's the just, mask. So it's like Harry, uh, Ben Stein explaining the way about the masks thing to Jim Carrey. That's yeah. a good Yeah, scene. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like it's totally about I mean you're, about Jim Carrey's the mask. We all wear the, masks. The weird yeah. thing Iron is Man. like, you know, you're totally right about that aspect. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, but, uh, and yeah, yeah, and Andrew was just like told like at that point, Andrew yeah. just like I was like, that's like exactly fuck what it, yeah. yeah. He's like that. That's literally what it what it means. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of what was this weird disconnect. Is Shane Black can have that as a theme and be very subtle with it. I want to ask and make it a main theme, but for the majority of people, they were just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, right. exactly. who the bad guy is. I want to ask Rob about this. Were you huh. taken back by that actual Mandarin twist in this point, or no? You know, at this point, uh, this is why I don't know if they'd be able to do an Iron Man four because they immediately ran through this first three villains are the three strongest villains strongest he has. Villains, yeah. Crimson Dynamo, Whiplash, and then... They would have to do Fin Fang Foom at that point. Maybe, yeah. and that'd probably be too much over the too yeah. much over the shark for them. He's Danny um, Rand from Iron Fist and then they find <laughs> the dragon. Yeah, but, you know, I actually, like I said earlier, I was worried about how he would be portrayed on here because I thought, like, man, he's too over the top to work for audience. He's going to be racist yeah, as fuck. Yeah, and, and which that, that's also, I mean, I was a, he's joking around, but that's also, like, a thing. That's that part of, of the character, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. the name, and then that's the thing, too, is if they change it to where it's kind of more of a Middle Eastern vibe, like, why are they still calling him the Mandarin? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah that's not but, explained but, at all, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the person speaks Mandarin. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, I could appreciate it because, again, it felt more uh, anchored in... in, in realism and what could really happen you know these guys start worshiping a figurehead who is just very charismatic and gets them to do uh unspeakable things you know and 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 keep going with this extremist project even though it's killing veterans and all that stuff we're supposed to be hurting i'm helping them so i I think that was very interesting the way they went about it uh i actually appreciated it i i didn't get feelings hurt on it or worried about it or anything that i thought it was cool uh I, i don't really know the guys who were upset about it Pretty sure most of them were not fans of the Mandarin right, <laughs> or right, yeah. in general. I, I think that's pretty much it. Was that like the people who were mad about it were the general population of, I guess the or the comics or, or they just or, Wikipedia, or whoever, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, Wikipedia, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because to, like it's like what Rob said, where like they were worshiping this actor essentially, but that actor's values and everything that actor said is this dude's words, you know, and then basically who he is. And, oh, that'll uh, never happen. An actor will never be in a position of right. power that has no actual yeah, yeah, beliefs. And, exactly. And that's what, Kim K. And, I mean, <laughs> that's the point of the well, entire if, like, if you were character. a terrorist, you would just come out and be like, 
it's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like that, yeah. that's that, behind mirrors. And whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you wouldn't be that theatric to me. Like what the fuck? Well, they even explained like Aldrich's motivation. Like, you know, he was invisible for so long because he was so weird. And yeah. that was his strength now. Like that. And he, he embraced it. Yeah, he was like, exactly. All right, He's like, let me roll invisible. behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. And so like, that's, that's, I think that like, that's interesting as fuck. And that's fire pretty, like you the know, dragon. You know, that obviously goes more, you know, that, that took Black more thought into this movie, like than you know, obviously Thor: The Dark World. So, it was a you know, pretty whatever. risky move, <laughs> but it. Fire it for next week. I, yeah. I think it was a really smart move I, to have <laughs> to have this because it, it's it 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 really takes away those two dimensional villains of just I'm a bad guy who also has superpowers, or you know I'm just a really rich bad guy kind of right, yeah, thing but it's an actual you. smart it's a smart yeah. Yeah. evil guy yeah. and it, who, it goes who had, back who did a lot to that bully thing where it's like oh you bullied me way back in the day yeah now you back. hear that kids yeah, yeah. yeah. don't <laughs> bully people that's how you create terrorists yeah and, and, exactly. and I, <laughs> oh boy but once he actually develops and, and it's kind of a cool kind of MacGyver-ish way that he puts together all of the weapons he uses to go to Miami and find the man yeah the little shock things that he makes. I mean, even, Christmas ornaments, boom, another Christmas movie. Thing. Yeah. I mean, even what you end up getting later on in, um, what was the last one? Civil War? That's Civil, yeah. Yeah, Civil War. When he's got the little like wrist thing. Mm. I mean, that was kind of cool too. Oh, I yeah. appreciate the smaller things his, he can do. Watch, right? Yeah. Like, he yeah, t- he's kinda, like a tinkerer. Yeah. Dude. You kind of, you kind of forget that. Like, you know, he's a very brilliant mind. You just see him in the suit and think he's just a guy yeah. in a suit, but like, yeah, he, he can do all this stuff from, I mean, he made a lot of stuff in that cave in Afghanistan, you yeah. know, the old, the old tin can outfit. Tony Stark made this in a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps. So all of these awesome. Uh, oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> so, so we also find out and it's not the Mandarin is not the only twist that they have written into the movie, because not only is uh, is is he not a re- the real Mandarin, but the botanist girl. Yeah, is also yeah, she's working for Maya him Henson, also, yeah. which is uh, played by a Man, very that, amazing Rebecca Hall yeah. performance. Yeah, just real awesome. creepy when it gets to Rebecca Hall. God damn it, I'm not just creepy. Saying, uh, I'm just saying. He, like, he, Rebecca he, every Hall? time we watch Iron Man three, he's like, ugh. You should have seen his eyes, everybody. I As swear, you said, yeah, Rebecca that, Hall, I was like, lovingly. I swear, you guys suck. Yeah, Rebecca Hall is. She's great. She's she's a great actress. It's crazy on how close her name is to Jensen. From Iron Man One. Oh yeah, I guess so. My Henson, really then. yeah, and so then Yance. My Henson <laughs> is an actual a character from, from the Extremis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. storyline. Yeah. So there's a the I think one of the things that really pushes Iron Man over the top is when they take uh, pots, and we get to this really amazing like last final action sequence, uh, which is just bonkers insane because yeah. it, it incorporates all of these great Iron Man suits he's been working at. And uh, he uses all of them to fight all of these blowing up people. Extremists. It, it yeah, was like extremists. it was like Marvel was like, you got to crank some toys out. So can yeah. you run through like the next twenty yeah. mark that's Iron Man? Actual, how many right can we sell? <laughs> the, the, those are the actual. That's this is the uh, at that point. I mean, we'll probably talk about this after this next segment. Yeah. But um, that's the actual Marvel, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. machine involvement telling yeah telling you well, it was let, like, let, hey, let, let's do this. Yeah. Let's save that last final. Uh, yeah, evaluation. Yeah, exactly, yeah, until the end. Uh, we're going to take our first break. She when, likes it. When we come back, we're going to play <laughs> our uh, Iron Man 3 trivia game. So Ooh-hoo. get out your action figures. Get your John action figure out. Get your Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Jackson baby. <laughs> Let's get your Andrew action yeah. figure out and, and re- play along with us. <laughs> 
Move over Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> next big blockbuster play. Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Welcome back. This is our Iron Man 3 trivia game. It's what most of you guys want to hear, and some of you guys don't. <laughs> well, we're going to go with most of you guys. Want. Yeah, we're going to go with most of you. Um, so here's how it works. I'm going to ask a question, and we're using this app called Kahoot, and uh, I'll read all four of the answers, and these guys will get to choose on their phones which one they think is correct. Now, they get points for being quick, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, so at the end, we're going to see who wins. The, and they're winning a brand new Audi. Oh, Ooh, shit. Really? Look outside. Audio podcast. Yeah. Oh. Audible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, here we go. So you guys will get used to it. If I didn't explain the rules right, then that's yes. on me. <laughs> Iron Run Man 3. Here's the first question. What is the name of the musical theme for all of the Iron Man films? Is it called Weaponry and Technology, Artificial Intelligence, Metal and Strength, or Iron and War? What the fuck? What is the name of the musical theme that they play in all of the Iron Man films? Uh, What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? I have no clue. Oof. It's called Weaponry and Technology. Man, we all picked a different answer. Very creative. Weaponry and Technology. Wow, 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 wow. It's weird. If you read the list of names for all of them, they're all really simple. One's just like nuclear simple jack. strength. <laughs> like yeah. Or hammer. Nice. Uh, they had no time for creativeness. Everyone's tied at zero. Yes. I you had more points. Boom. No, nice. I don't think it counted towards this. Rebecca Hall's Maya Hansen character was meant to be the main villain until she was unable to film the entire shoot. Studio head said kids wouldn't buy toys of a female villain. They real. casted Guy Pierce or Shane Black rewrote the script. So Fuck. She, pretty hard. Maya Hansen was meant to be the main villain until studio head said that kids wouldn't wouldn't buy a, a, a toys of a female villain. Isn't that Boom. insane? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then they made Hella, sad. and then that's all everybody wanted. I know, yeah. I know. But give me that Hella toy. I know that some of you guys are studio heads that listen to this podcast. Hashtag raise Hella. Yeah. It's yeah. time's up. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew has 821 points. Happy Hogan has 684. And Jay Money has zero. Who is Happy Hogan? Is that you? Okay, cool. There's only three. Here's the next yeah, question. <laughs> Tony's chest shrapnel is the only injury lasting how many? Wait, is the only injury that lasted how many films? Tony's chest shrapnel. It lasted one film, two films, five films, or four films. God damn it, Delphin. His injury. Ah. Last what what the films. fuck? Four okay. films, man. Oh, I guess yeah, technically I the whole. Very, very, yeah, I guess yeah. since the first. Literally. Yeah, I guess yeah. Iron oh, Man, yeah. Hulk, Iron Man 2, Avengers. Damn, I didn't think about that, yeah. Yeah, I did not. I accidentally guessed. Originally, Trevor Slattery's ending was written as Trevor Slattery. He, uh, he was he gets a role in a TV movie. Uh, he kills Pepper Potts. He takes too much extremis and explodes. And then before <laughs> he joins Iron Man's side. Are you speculating at this point? I think like, it's I him know. getting a role in a, movie, in a TV movie, but I... I don't think I answered that one. Oh, I did it. Yeah, he takes too much extremis and explodes. So Trevor oh, yeah, Slattery about right. in the original ending just takes so much of it, he blows up, which I think happens with all of extremis. They were a lot point. of drafts, so I'd probably believe that. Yeah, oh, and true. half of these I made up. These. I made up half of these. <laughs> really? Oh, nice. Oh, he said no. Him joining Iron Man's side. <laughs> yeah, damn it. try to prove it. <laughs> I, just have, I just have to prove that it, they thought of it once. Yeah. <laughs> 
And who's killing us? <laughs> uh, who's who? Who originally thought to make the Mandarin a false face? So whose idea was that? Was it Kevin Fiji Feige, Drew Pierce, Robert Downey Jr., or Shane Black? I immediately guess that one. Drew Pierce, the screenwriter, he wrote the screenplay. God, who got it wrong? <laughs> right, we, we were talking about. Oh, I got it right. We watched oh, that. The commentary. No, it's not me. It's totally Rob. God, Rob. Come on. No, I got it right. I got it correct. Oh, it was Andrew. <laughs> Shut up. It was oh, totally you. That's a correct. Rob Davis. <laughs> what? You fucking watched the commentary. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was the screenwriter's idea to make Mandarin. I was uh, trying to make fake. it close. Yeah. <laughs> He's just doing yeah. this for the audience. Right, right, exactly. Build a suspense up. Yeah. Andrew's still number one. Andrew, number one. According to Kevin Feige, Feige every Feige. phase two film has what? Does it have small town America? An homage to Star Wars, someone losing an, <laughs> someone arm, losing an arm, or an Iron Man <laughs> oh, cameo. Fucking shit! I fucking didn't see that. What does every Phase Two movie have? There are two right answers. What? Two right oh, answers. Yep. They have an homage to Star Wars, which is losing the arm. Someone losing this an arm. Both of them are right. First, oh, like you know. Yeah, guys. Delphi, two answers. Be tricking us for yeah. this. Fucking, nah, nah. Uh, guys, tricks are, are a fair game. I'm feeling really <laughs> close to everyone, and and I feel like everyone needs the chance to win. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, you're right. I won the majority. Here you go. A bunch of chance. So Andrew's still number one. So uh, Ooh, now bringing up the rear. Now right. that you know that some of these have two or three or <laughs> so four right answers, it's about how quick you can push the button. He's, yeah. His his profile is evolving each episode. Uh, now it's a nasty with a Z. Z yeah, mm. yeah. It's Never the same nasty. I didn't want to do time. with the Z because it, it kind of almost looks like a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> we're like we're, we're getting bit. there. We're getting close. So I was like, maybe I should do it. Yeah, but yeah. I decided to try it. And yeah. Andrew is a. Nasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> who, who else was considered to direct this film? John knows this one already. Was it Paul Thomas Anderson, Tom Hooper, Matthew Vaughn, or Robert Downey Jr.? What the fuck? I don't know. Actor, director? Actually. Fuck, I should have picked Matthew Vaughn. Tom uh, uh, Hooper. Tom Hooper? Uh, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. I have no idea. Tom Hooper, he made movies. Turner and Hooch? No, he <laughs> made uh, uh, The King's Speech. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. And he recently just made one, but I, it, it, it escapes me. But if I talk long enough, John will pull it up on his phone. Let me see Rob. Stop, yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the Danish perfectly, girl. Perfectly timed. There we go. The Danish girl. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> the screenwriter called Iron Man. So what did he call Iron Man? Did he call him the, the American James Bond, drunk Superman, richer Batman, or a smarter <laughs> Inspector Gadget? Oh, man. Oh, okay. Man, who got that one? John? John. Yeah, yeah, of course he was trolling me. Man. Uh, yeah, Pierce called him the American James Bond. I said drunk Superman. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> is yeah, that, is that good. what your Iron Man is in your head? No, like, I guess not because he doesn't have powers. I put a yeah. smarter Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was wrong, but I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> okay, Happy Ogre, you're in last place. J Money, a, nat- a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> They're up there. Jamie's back. This was the first Iron Man film to not be shot on film, feature a cameo by Nick Fury, have effects done by ILM, or be released in theaters before being offered for sale on VOD. Just fucking fucked the first Iron Man film not to have one of these things. I, I, f- I think I fucked up also. I think you may be making Guess what? This They're stuff. all the oh, right wow. answers. Awesome. Yeah. I like this. So the yeah. fir- this is the first Iron Man movie. Uh, you get a right sh- answer. You get a right answer. <laughs> to be shot digitally. ILM did not do the effects for this movie. Um, Peter Jackson's effects studio did it. Uh, Nick Fury's not in it. And yeah, it was. you could have bought it on VOD or rented it uh, before it was out in theaters. Not rented. I guess purchased it. Yeah. Yeah. Pre- pre-buy a, a movie. You got to give it back. <laughs> you can pre-buy a movie before it, you even see it. 
and that was Iron Man 3. Cool. So let's see. J Money back on top. Fucking you know, shit. Look at that. And yeah, I'm back on awesome. bottom. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> J Money. <laughs> Which of Shane Black's other films are set at Christmas time? Is it Last Action Hero, Lethal Weapon, The Last Boy Scout, or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, they're all, all right answers, guys. Yeah. Oh, I know. They're, all, they're all Christmas movies. Yeah. Shane but Black Kiss Kiss Christmas. Bang Bang is the actual more, the last more Christmas. a fun film, though. No. Uh, why do you think he likes Christmas so much? Well, who doesn't like Christmas? Good <laughs> point, Nazi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe he saw Die Hard and he was like, let's do it. All yeah. right. Well, Jay Money's still up there, 500 points away. What was the fake name for the right. film? So I the production name. Was it The War Inside, Bombs Away, Avengers oh, 3, mind. or My Caged bad. Heart Heat? Oh, damn it. I answered wrong. Damn it. It'd be funny if it was Avengers 3. Uh, that wouldn't help. I literally me. instantly recognized the uh, Yeah, I know. Fudge. Shit. I messed it up. I knew Caged it. Caged Heat. Did you know it too? Yeah, I yeah. did. And I it's just because I couldn't see because it was my <laughs> Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> here we go. All right. Blaming the equipment. Okay, okay, let me move up a little bit. There you go. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, now you're dead. Now it's go over now. All yeah. right, John. What's the <laughs> John's number one? He's close to six thousand. Wow, and I, I got three or four answers wrong in the beginning. I so know. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. always come back. Yep. Right. The quicker you are. Which actor was considered for the role of Aldrich Killian? Was it Benedict Cumberbatch, Jude Law, Army Hammer, or Jesse Eisenberg? I do not know this. Yeah, actor considered either. for Adri- Aldrich Killian. Aldrich, Aldrich. Killian. I don't know this one. Guy Pierce. Fuck. It, it was Jude Law. Yeah, yeah, it was Jude Law. Yeah. Jude Law. Killian, I picked um, Benedict By the way, in the extremist storyline, he commits. Doesn't he commit suicide? Like Aldrich Killian? Yeah. I think so, actually. One character yeah, does because Mal- Malin is the real villain. Malin. Malin is the actual, yeah. like, fire breathing. And fucking... he, gets, he gets the same death that the dude on the airplane does. I yeah. think from what it's I read, through his head. Yeah. Killian's death is the reason why Iron Man even ev- investigates the whole extremist thing yeah yeah that's yeah. The, the whole point like the extremist storyline is pretty great i mean great not to go on a tangent but like you know everyone who's into iron man in general and even if they're into this movie you know uh you guys should totally check out that extremist storylines it's available plug. at plug. heroes in fantasy <laughs> oh another you know, plug so or still. online don't even go to yeah. a store Bitch. i'm just kidding no, <laughs> shit Amazon. it'd be funny you know jude law was also in um Sherlock Holmes, wasn't he? With Robert Downey Jr.? Yep. He is. Uh, he was, yeah. yeah. Totally. Another yeah. buddy. Another buddy yeah. movie for them. Also the movie Spy. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. The, with this, but the, Chinese, the yeah. Chinese cut of the film was changed in what way? Were there less references to the Mandarin? No references to Christmas? More scenes featuring Dr. Wu or less explosions? That's very obvious. So. Yeah. The Chinese cut Ooh. of the film. You guys got it. Someone got it right. No, got it wrong. Yeah, I, was John. Yeah. I got it wrong. Yeah. They had yeah, more scenes with Dr. Wu. They, they filmed more and then they, they cut it into the movie. Who yeah. the fuck is Dr. Wu? That person he met at the beginning, which... Um, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. No wonder. I knew that was point. I was like, man, this is pointless. But they actually it had China. China. Right. more yeah, scenes right, right. for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, yeah. we watched it with the commentary and like eventually they, they did reveal that like the first cut was a three hour and 15 minute movie. Jeez. Yeah. Insane. They had to get it down to two. Andrew was like, kind of like, God damn it! Like Andrew was like overwhelmed at one point because like they were explaining scenes that were cut out, and, and I was, I was like, like, man, thank God they cut that scene. Yeah, out. exactly. Like, yeah. That sounded like the stupidest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Two more questions. The film was budgeted for 140 million, but after the Avengers, it was bumped up to how much money? 160 million, 300 million, 200 million, or 212 million? Fuck. Oof. 
two hundred million dollars. Someone picked three hundred. Who, who picked three hundred million? I did. Yeah, I did too, yeah. <laughs> That's a ton of money, guys. Yeah, like, they're like, give them more money. <laughs> they don't make exactly. a bigger money. Three hundred million. <laughs> like, what? What is this? Is, it, is yeah. this a DC film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> ooh, yeah. sick burn. Oh man, John's <laughs> gonna win. I don't know. <laughs> I Last question: How many suits has Stark made in the film? 87, 42, 24, 112. <laughs> 112. <laughs> the house party Ooh, protocol 42. would have been fucking crazy. 42 seats were made. The suits would have never stopped coming. I won. Yeah. And they Sorry, were all yeah. blown up. John, go, John. Oh, man. Back on top. I'm back on top after last week, which kind of sucked. Oh, we yeah. got the same amount of questions, right, Rob? I nice. Happy yeah. Hogan. Um, yeah, bring up the rear. You tried. Yeah. So it's I mean, cool. it's basically uh, Andrew Sandwich. Like you got top, I got bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. As you I, know, what, as long as the Nazi didn't win, I'm not. I, I think I, I think America wins. Yeah. I'm not proud to be a part of this sandwich, but whatever, it's pretty cool. Hey, whatever sandwich has, uh, whatever nasties, keeps people satisfied. Nas- nasties, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. the best ones. If our Nasties are making people happy, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys at the other end of this break. <laughs> We'll do. Uh, we'll wrap up our thoughts on Iron Man three, and, and then we a, will clean up too. A little preview. Welcome back to the other side of that break. I hope you guys uh, did your taxes right, because if you don't, that's wrong. Yeah. You end up like Blade. Yeah. In jail. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Open invite, Wesley. Which is actual Blade character. This is pretty great. Yeah, we didn't do his movie. That's that's the real real phase one. Yeah, the real phase one. Yeah, the precursor to phase one. Yeah. Well, uh, so let's talk about Iron Man 3. We kind of stopped before the crazy finale of the movie where Potts becomes a superhero and also all of the Iron Man suits happen. rescue, essentially. Yeah. yeah, well, so Robert Downey Jr. wanted her to have an action scene because he didn't want her to be a damsel um, in distress. In distress. Yeah. And so they gave her a little one. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big deal, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> she does it in the comics. And it's, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I could kind of see them foreshadowing it a little bit. Um when they start injecting her yeah. <laughs> extremists. Yeah. I was like, I think something's going to happen in this movie. May or may not happen. We'll in this see. movie. Yeah. What did you guys think about having all, I mean, obviously you're right. It could have been a cash grab to sell toys, but of all of those cool Iron Man suits, we, we saw some like underwater Iron Man suits. Yeah, we yeah. got, uh, we Igor. got, a, you got yeah, like the, the precursor Igor. to the Hulkbuster. Yeah, that big no. one. We have a, a um, heartbreaker, red snapper one with the that one. Oh, I don't remember his his name, but he's he's a he's the green one. Yeah, yeah. Jarvis oh, yeah. is controlling them all, right? Yeah, yeah. it's insane because yeah. they they fall apart, they come together. Oh, that that one is a bones. That oh, that's a specific no. power that one has. Yeah, and then he flies through the air, and then one just grabs him mid air, or no, you know, he falls and it just grabs him a couple times. Yeah, it's pretty oh, like uh, high tech stuff here. Yeah. Heartbreaker. Yeah. Do you guys know Red the names snapper. of all of these? Red Snapper. Here we go, guys. Forty-two suits. Uh, list as many as you can, starting Mark one. <laughs> okay. Mark two. Here we go. <laughs> Mark three. Wow. Yeah. Mark four. Okay. You can't be stopped. <laughs> you ready for this? Red Snapper. Mark five. Wow. Red Snapper. Yeah. Yeah. Red Snapper. Igor. Heartbreaker. Bones. Um, and that's it. That's, that's insane. 
Do you think Mark, there was a name Mark written for all of them? Mark like, 40, yeah, I, mean, I can they, see that. They do yeah. have a, wow. well, the reason I know them is because obviously I work at a comic book shop, but also they released a hot toy. Sideshow releases those hot toys, which are kind of like halfway between statues and action figures. Yeah. They come with all these parts. They're like, oh, you can have him giving you the finger with one hand or whatever. Oh, cool. But um, <laughs> they released one for every one of the suits they had in this oh, movie. Oh, my god! So I remember setting these Hashtag up. Hashtag cash grab. Yeah, yeah, for real. And some, and they they released a hall of armors too that you can keep them all in like a case, so you can oh set up all gosh. the things for forty two. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they've done all of them. Well, and it was cool because even in Hong Kong recently, they had a kind of like a diorama, and they redid this entire set to scale, but with those suits. So they had extremist little like wow, dolls people. there. Yeah, and they had explosions, and they 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 lit it up with like it was like cotton. But you know when when you light it up with a light bulb, it looks like like an explosion. That's, <laughs> That's insane. Cotton. Yeah. Well, yeah. so this 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 is this is crazy. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, that was, being, that was so funny. Too. Yeah, yeah. Why did you, you laugh like at? Cotton, he was cotton. like, "That was a real big knee slapper." It's <laughs> the third edit here. What? Yeah, boo. I don't get what the edit was. <laughs> okay, my bad. I apologize. Racism. <laughs> Hashtag racism. There it is. There is the edit. Yeah, so that's the only reason I know all their names. Well, it, it it was a really cool Fuck. scene, and it it was a it was a really uh, you're right. It was like the marvelly part of the movie was the the shots of um, all of these suits attacking different extremist characters, sometimes just exploding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of them served like no purpose. They were just kind of there to fill out the to roster, but right, and, and yeah. it looked cool. I mean, uh, but yeah, something we've never seen before. It's a Christmas film, and right. just yeah. never Christmas. And get some toys. <laughs> and you know what sucks is that like now you're just like, why doesn't he use these in the Avengers all the time? Yeah, right? and like Age of Oh, Make I guess army. he tries to do that that Legion one of like the he the bots him, or whatever. He blows them up at the very yeah. end of the flick. It's yeah, true. but I mean, like as, it, as it almost makes it seem like he stops being Iron Man at the end of the flick. Also, but yeah, he's very you much still Iron Man. Man. Well, he's like I still have the Hulkbuster on. Can't, can't stop, won't stop. Well, so <laughs> yeah. what do you think the moral is, or what do you think his where he ends up? Well, I feel like this is a point where, like, Shane Black was trying to put a finality to it, like, to the storyline. This could be it. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's just like, you know, I am Iron Man at the, at, you know, that's the actual last dialogue before you get the actual incredible credit sequence at, at you know, after that. But the thing is, like, you know, he, he kind of wanted to put a finality, you know, aspect to this. So, you know, it. It kind of works well to me, you know, it, it, you know, you have everything that you, you got from this character and it, you know, he went full circle and then it, it totally works in my opinion. But the thing is like, you know, um, you have to keep going in this, in this case. So you have like, you know, you, you have a scene in civil war where he's like, I blew up all my suits, but you know, I still wanted to keep working. And stuff like that. So it's just it's it's kind of weird in the um you know overall picture of the storyline, but like you know, I think it works for this movie. So like you know it's 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 pretty awesome, and like I feel like I respect Shane Black for trying to put a stamp on the character. Like she's like, oh, here we go. That's the full character arc for this um for Tony Stark. But you know because of like you know because of the the movies that follow that you know whether it be civil war or in this case infinity war you have to go on from that you know from that space so you know i respect it it's pretty awesome well, i feel like you know at that point like you know he was thinking like it probably wouldn't go on further i don't know if that's true or not because like you know he he did say like you know yeah they're going to bring back this person for 
X amount of movies, like whether it be Trevor or, you know, someone else from this, you know, War Machine. And so he, he does say that on the commentary, but the thing is like, you know, um, actual trilogies or, you know, actual movies don't go on forever. Like it, it is in the comics. And I feel like we're, we're, we're kind of like doing a, a transcendental or, you know, we're, we're transcending, transcendenting. So I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what word. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Who's gonna make up a word right now? <laughs> your eyes are going to the back of your head while you're talking. Undertaker. <laughs> God damn it! But I feel like we're we're going past that at this point. Like you know, you you stop the tropes that are trying to happen with film trilogies, which you know, which are capped off on a one, two, three mark. But the thing is, like, you can actually go forward with this because, like, this universe actually goes on for stuff. Like, even if you do close off the storyline for Iron Man, he still has more adventures to go for. So, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's that's pretty cool. Like, you well, know, this because could've, could've, this could be the last Iron Man movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they, they do cap it off. Is. So that, that you know, that's that's where I was getting to. Like, you know. It, it's pretty cool that they cap this off, but like, you know, you do leave it, you do leave a small, um, you know, open mark for like, you know, if you do want to revisit this character, like you may be able to do something different for that. And I, I respect that, you know, 100%. Because in a way, it seems like in the later movies we see Iron Man, he he only dons this suit out of necessity. Necessity, yeah. And, and he does acknowledge these events, too, like where he's like, you know... um. I blew up all my it's like suits. a retired guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's I, like a, I think I could see him becoming more of a like Nick Fury-esque cameo character, the way Nick Fury is in the beginning of this stuff, to on the latter stages as you start getting the Spider-Mans and all those guys stepping up to like uh, be the next Avengers, because I definitely feel like they're going to replace everybody eventually with the new Avengers team. Obviously not the same characters, but different guys. But uh, I think you could be somebody who you'd get in for a cheap cameo of like, oh, we need help, and then here comes Iron Man. But... Uh, I think it was good in terms of kind of ending the triangle. You know, you talked about in the beginning of the film that it's a triangle in terms of uh, Pepper, Iron Man, Tony Stark, and him pushing Tony uh, Iron Man away to show Pepper that he was there for her. Yeah. Finally realizing what he had in front of him the whole time was what he should have been appreciating. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no. I'd... Well, even even part of it was you know, Iron Man and Tony aren't separate. You know, he's like, no, we're we're one. And we both love pepper, you know, type of thing. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, these guys pretty much nailed it. Um, it's uh, very unique, and not a lot of movies like this can surprise me anymore. Uh, you know, I usually can pretty much watch these. It's movies totally and, ex- an experiment when it comes to like Marvel movies, because like you know they're totally safe when it comes to, at least like you know before this part, like they were totally safe. So. This is the first, like, I feel like, you know, first comedy Marvel movie. Like, this paved the way for, um, you know, movies like uh, Guardians or, like, you know, Ragnarok going forward. Right. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, and to see, I mean, I just like, that's what's always cool about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is you never know who they're going to get next. So, um, to see Shane Black being a a part of all this um, and doing it with uh, such class and um fundamentals of just grounded filmmaking uh i think is one of the things that is refreshing for sure especially after you hit the avengers um you know you're you got all the whole world at stake and uh, to go to something so personal 
on a level to break down the character to where he has n- nothing except, you know, the clothes on his back or whatever. Um, that's It's pretty interesting to see. And I mean, people always love to see that is watch the hero fail or whatever. And we see that all the time in movies, you know, Spider-Man 2, uh, you got the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a trope that is always going to continue. But to see it done like this, um, especially in the MCU, is really, really, uh, really, really cool. Yeah, Iron Man's a unique character, Tony Stark's a unique character, and Robert Downey Jr. I mean, does so much with a with a character. Um, but yeah, so would, do you guys think that this is it for 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 Tony Stark and for for Iron Man? I think Iron Man Four has a bad ring to it. Oh, yeah. Four. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like there's no there's nothing that would make. Him come back, Robert Downey Jr. Could you come step back. Step it up from what he's going to do in Infinity yeah. War. I don't think money's an issue. They gave him fifty million dollars to be in Avengers. That he's got enough he money. He's got enough money to live out. What if he's got something else he wants to do? Like maybe yeah. he wants to direct. Well, so he then, started a production company with so, his wife. Right? I mean, I could see them wanting if they really wanted to keep him around. Maybe he's thinking about leaving. Like, we'll give you a four. You can direct it. You can make you it. You know, yeah. yeah, just interesting. Give him more power in it, and then right, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that'd be enough to get him to want to come do another one. It's a it's a fitting ending, I think, for a standalone. Because I think when we see him in the rest of these movies, and maybe the mm-hmm. last one when Infinity War comes out, he is just very motivated by different things than the others. Well, um, I mean, alongside Captain America, is definitely the strongest of the film of the yeah. franchise of like the Marvel universe of terms of like the films. They all hold up pretty well. So and the first, I mean, so yeah. you there always you have that. Yep. Um, what do you guys think about the Stan Lee cameo? Do you guys remember it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> me and Drew, me yeah, and Drew were the, talking about like you know how uncomfortable this, this is, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll anyway, leave it at that. Anyway, yeah, open like, invite, Stan Lee. Yeah, the thing um, is, like, you know, pageant, because yeah. of the previous Jesus, you know, allegations, we leave it stuff. at that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! God damn it! And then he's like, "Wait, let me go." Wait, let's do this. What do you guys? What are your? <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, kidding. I know. Uh, um, it's a beauty pageant. It's uh it's pretty random. It's very, very random. Like he's just like, oh, let me hit this U-turn and go back to this place that I was, I was gonna go. And he turns it around, and then there it is. Like it's just a beauty it pageant happened. happening at a building that is right next door. Fuck. But I heard that there was a bunch of different uh, scenes that they, they had from? that they had written into it, and they were like, oh, Tony goes into the beauty pageant and uh, tear gases everybody. Oh my <laughs> they said, gosh. Like a girl answers a question. And, and she's like, oh, yeah. and then she starts crying. And then you notice that her mom starts crying. And then you notice that other people start that's crying. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you find out that it's tear gas and they have to get out of there. But um, I think that's what's really funny about uh, Shane Black is he doesn't shy away from... That from dark from, stuff. That yeah, dark yeah, humor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was another one that he had written early on that was pretty funny. But, uh, oh, uh, oh, jo- we were talking about it in the game show. One that I didn't think worked so much, where that water tower scene, yeah, where you know um, it falls, yeah, and it gets so everyone. There wet. was another version of that scene where uh, Ty Simpkins' character, the little kid, his bully comes along, and so it's like extremists oh, and wow. the bully versus Iron and Man and the kid. Oh and I'm gosh. like, no, thank God they yeah. cut that, that out. Sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like the worst. That yeah. happens in Air Bud. Yeah, even, <laughs> even uh, Drew Drew Pierce, he's like, yeah. That sounded that like sucks. a good idea at the time, <laughs> but now thinking about it, we're glad we cut it out. At the but, time, we were also drunk. But yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny. That, that Stanley cameo at the, at the pageant, I just thought it was a little random. But, Very uh, relevant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about that after credit scene? Kind of really funny, right? It was Robert Downey Jr.'s idea. And 
Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's really cool to see him. Since, I mean, if you can't give him a standalone movie, then you better yeah. include him in everything you can. Yeah, Iron Man yeah, venting totally. to uh, Ruffalo's Hulk, Hulk. and Doctor Doctor. I Man told John, Dr. I said, isn't that weird that this movie is narrated? It's very Christmassy too, because it's like yeah. that's the only Marvel movie that's like, hey, let me tell you what happened. It's very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. There's a flashback. There's a. I mean, they do flashbacks, but very rarely do they do it. There's uh there's narration even whenever they cut to the the Mandarin's uh, uh I guess his his video yeah stuff it's mm-hmm. it's very different from any other Marvel movie yeah so it is pretty pretty different from the I rest think of them. out of all of them it probably took the most chances yeah in terms of like we're just gonna do something totally different yeah and um, I think it I think it worked but but yeah I don't know it's interesting huh maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, what out. are your final thoughts? What, what what else do you want to talk about with the, with this movie? I mean, we kind of glazed over that small town stuff, but it was the yeah. I know I said the water tower scene. And we're like, Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah, but what? there's a lot that goes on there. He 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 finds the parent, one of the parents of one of the the victims of a of an explosion, and right? Yeah, you find is, out there's they were they were just test subjects. For, yeah, that's where he really cracks the case and really starts saying, this yeah, is not he analyzes the, the tech because that's that 3D virtual. Crime yeah. scene where like Happy Hogan blew up here. Oh look, there's dog tags here, and that dog tag is gonna lead me to another state. You know that that was the flight plan that he sent because there was a basically an extremist a- incident before the Mandarin. He was yeah. like, wait, what? Like you know that's not well, supposed so what to happen. What is Pierce doing? Why is he doing everything? Um, not, because I, mean, I think not he, Guy Pierce, the character he plays, yeah. right? I think it's because he's trying to. Um, have, he's trying to control both sides, which is very stereotypic. That's true, because he, I guess, with the government, yeah, exactly. Stuff. He's okay. like, I, you know, I have the Mandarin in one hand and I have the president in the other, you know, mm. type of thing. So, um, well, that's, vice president, right? yeah, no, no, you know, he's, it's the pro. I thought it was vice president that it, like, it's his daughter. Oh, oh right, but he, he kidnaps the president. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at Warren the Ellis. end there, yeah, at that drill yeah. site or whatever. Yeah, but um, I know, which is uh, rocks on. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. I was like, that's awesome. If you're a Marvel fan, you you uh, would know. I don't know. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, just kidding. If, but, um, if you were here, you'd see Delphin does know. He's not. Yeah, he said well, yes. And th- that's the craziest thing is that like we talked about this movie for an hour plus already. Yeah. And there's so much like you're just scratching the the, the iceberg. With, yeah. With, with, with uh, what we there's said a lot too. of story to it. And, and, and there's a lot that's really inspirational. I think that kid with the bully, it just shows one of the really uh, neat sides of, of, of Stark's um, transition from the douchebag of the first movie. To yeah. this caring person of this of this, I, I guess it got to one. be like a, a a small moment of him not being the douchebag, and then him not being the uh, just like the wet blanket to yeah. Captain America in Civil War and stuff. So you kind of get him still being able to feel and and be there for the kid. And the gives, man, yeah, he gives that kid yeah. all that stuff. And isn't that kid? Oh wait, who's that kid? Ty Simpkins. But Ty he's, Simpkins. Yeah. His name Spider-Man is Spider Man. Is oh wait, never mind. Okay, yeah. he's not the kid from no the yeah. expo. I know, right? That's what everybody wanted. No, to but be. there there was rumors that people were like, "Oh, this kid's gonna be the new Iron Man." But and then really, it's just it. a kid. Yeah, yeah. I just a random just kid. Like or something set that bar like that. too high for that kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about uh, uh, Iron Patriot? He what did, what do you think of his role in this movie? Um, I thought it was cool, especially because they go into the buddy cop thing at the end. That, that was pretty neat, and the banter is just hilarious. Where he's it's like, almost oh. like a lethal weapon movie, yeah, which yeah, was also created by 
No, but the thing is, like, it's also created by um, fuck you. <laughs> it's created by Shane Black. Uh, Shane Black wrote the Lethal Weapon franchise back yeah. in the day, and it getting too old for this. It's Christmas, totally like reminiscent of that. And, like yeah. I, I love it for that. Yeah, it's and I love awesome. uh, War Machine's banter also, where he's like, he goes in and you know, War Machine rocks with an X, and then all the terrorists kind of laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, and then. He points the gun at him. Yeah. But um, even the best like lines the, are just stuff the, like that. The like, sweatshop, you know, too. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you guys are free if you weren't free before. Or like a, <laughs> the line where Aldridge Killings is like, you know, wait, he fall, she falls, uh, Pepper Potts falls. And he's like, it's a shame. I would have caught her. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. That's such savage. a fucking yeah. great line. But um, yeah, I mean, and even characters like that Rhodey you know the side character and I like how they were trying to do like a different plot with like the vice president I feel like that flew over a lot of people's heads still because most people are like oh what <laughs> you know and they it's just an going, insane thing yeah like, yeah it's that, such that, an insane that's like treason you know yeah. like he had yeah. someone in, in his let pocket let him die yeah. yeah he had someone in his pocket and oh man we didn't even talk about that that Hell, that uh, airplane scene where they actually uh, shot it practically Air Force One right they had seven shots per day so they would run it seven times per day because obviously you need it during the light. And um, they did that for a whole week. So, you know, those paparazzi there at the, the first, first day, they're just like, holy yeah, shit. Holy like, shit. And they're like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. The thing's going to be on tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you can come back tomorrow and take pictures. <laughs> but I mean, that, that was yeah, actually Unless done. Tom Cruise is strapped to it. That's what uh, I told John. I said, this is kind of like almost like a Tom Cruise stunt where yeah. they're just like, hey, let's go. Or he's just, uh, he's insane. He's, is like, he wants he to be strapped onto a building. Yeah, I know. We yeah. saw the footage of that, though. Remember, it was like, crazy. It, they got it, the it, Red Bull skydiving yeah, team exactly, and they, yeah. they built in parachutes to the hidden clothing. So, in case, obviously, they, so they don't hit the ground. Right. But, but even then, like the actual shots where like it follows the Iron Man actor, like, yeah, it, it fucking does. It's, it's very well, unique yeah. because this is one of those instances where like everything is real minus the background. Like they edit yeah. the background. They're like, Oh, we're over ocean or whatever. When really they were over a city. And stuff. those but, actors really didn't have parachutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And they had to get saved. They CGI but, those parachutes later, <laughs> but they said that Shane All Black did died. reveal that some of it was challenging to edit because yeah. nothing really flowed into each other. So yeah, they would have would to match. find segments of footage and they would have, Sometimes they would even rewind it, like, "Oh, that looked good in back, you know, reverse." <laughs> so they'll, they'll do some of that sequence, and that's just where I mean, filmmaking is t- is tricky, you know, like that. Yeah. You got to go. Out, it's it's all movie twice. magic, love. Yeah, but, crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, that was one of the best sequences. I uh, I thought it blew my mind too, where like somebody would have, some other director would have been like, "Ah, we'll Let's do, do CGI, all CGI." Yeah, but you know, that's partially like that was one of my biggest complaints with jurassic world was like what you like you went away from the stuff that made you so special which yeah. was the animatronics and uh, practical effects so um i thought that was really really cool nice cool awesome. boom well let's uh let's end it with our final thoughts john what were your final thoughts on iron man 3 i love iron man 3 iron man 3 um other than uh the first guardians is like most other than the first Guardians movie um, and the Avengers, like it's it's a totally awesome movie, and I feel like these three movies should he- be held up to the standard, like on what Marvel movies should be. And um, you know, I feel like they should probably you know look at this template in the future to make uh, you know better movies. Obviously, I've heard that Black Panther is pretty good, you know, you know, just from early buzz. Yeah. So like, I I feel like they may have actually listened to that, but you know it. You know, as far as like, you know, isolating these actual, you know, storylines, um, it's a pretty fucking great movie. Like, I love Iron Man 3 and Ooh. I will continue to love that, you know, going forward. 
No one could tell him otherwise. Um, <laughs> John, you're wrong, and let me tell you why. <laughs> uh, Rob, has your view changed since uh, we first started five hours ago and we I, just I edited know. everything out? Down yes. to an hour. <laughs> We've been here for an entire day talking. Uh, you know, I, I don't think like I don't think I came in here like I hate Iron right, Man right, 3, sure, right. but I just it's not one of the films I like, you know, like there's a couple of the and it's not there's a lot of the films in, in just the Marvel U that like I'm not like I'm going to watch this because it's Tuesday. It's, yeah. You know, there's not a lot of them that I'm going to like pop in and watch constantly or whatever. I, I just don't think I don't I'm not a fan of the film. I can watch it. Right. Uh, I don't hate it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I can I can appreciate, you know, uh Shane Black taking the chances. I mean, the character development and building. I do appreciate the Mandarin stuff. Uh, it just, I think, it really just bothered me about the the story arc. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, there's certain things they threw in that you can tell are shoehorned in to make money to make yeah. uh, toys. But that's, I mean, that's every mm-hmm. film right. though, you yeah, know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's a good. It holds up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and it's one of the ones that again, like, as the flag bearer of Iron Man going in before everybody else of like, these is this is my trilogy before everybody else then. You know, for them, it's to it's to still hold up. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, for how long it's been. Right? Yeah. Um. To me, it makes up for Iron Man too, so that's great. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And um, I watched to the contrary of Robert. Robert said, "I, I know it, it's Tuesday. I, I'm going to watch Iron Man 3. I actually watch it every Christmas because I do like it as a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably the only Marvel movie that's a Christmas movie, which is weird because yeah. there's been so many. But um, I just like the originality to it, and I like that he didn't stick to it's an actual movie, the, the status quo. Yeah. yeah, and again, like I, I, I props to a movie that can surprise me because I mean I, I think I feel like we've talked about so many and we've seen so many to the point where um, being predictable is getting a little boring now, and. Um, uh-huh. In a world of predictable movies and uh, predictable and boring movies, Iron Man st- Iron Man Three stands out the most of uh, again most of the cinematic universe as being different. Besides, obviously, movies like Guardians and Avengers, those movies that no Winter people Soldier. thought that no one would that that would never work. Yeah. But um, you know, Iron Man cracked the formula from the first movie, and it's they, the first actual right. action comedy of yeah. uh, Marvel. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, just refreshing again to to see. Something not so similar. Yeah. Yep. It was a meld. It was definitely a hybrid of uh, what makes Marvel movies and superheroes what they are. There are plenty of that, of those cliches in this movie. But also everything that makes Shane Black movies really good. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a good meld. Maybe it was a meld that uh, some people yeah. uh, didn't expect because either you went in thinking, oh, this is going to be, if you were a critic and you're like, this is going to be a Shane Black film. And you saw the Marvel explosions and and action sequences, you may think, "Oh, this is not a Shane Black movie." Right. Or if you were going in thinking this is going to be a really easy to understand good guy bad guy movie, you would watch it and be like, "This is complicated stuff." <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So yeah. I can totally see how it, it it alienates some people, but I think it's it's good to challenge the genre this much. And you're right; it gives way to uh, 
a lot of the other directors who challenge it even more by mm-hmm. either yeah. having your character dance in the opening sequence, like the Guardians do, right. yeah, or whatever we're gonna see. Iron this. Man does it in this one too. Oh, he does dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody dances. Yeah. Let's dance. Yeah. Let's go to space, <laughs> boys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. In the streets. Yeah, really good. Sweet. Really, really great movie. Um, I'm yeah. It's it, it, it's 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 a great ending. I think. Uh, including the actual ending of the movie to a, to a character that just got better. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Yeah. just kind of became more intact with his character as these movies progressed. Yeah, he definitely is going to probably be seen as somebody who is Iron Man. You know, like, that's yeah. that's his, this is his role, and it's, he's going to always remember for this thing, which well, is crazy. That's why it's so iconic, even the last line, where he's like, I am Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he totally is. And that sucks because he's going to yeah. get typecast and you'll never work in this town again. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why never. he made his own production company, I think. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants now. Yeah, he like made the half judge. a billion dollars. Know, like yeah. the judge. <laughs> or <Shaker>. chef. <laughs> yeah, Sherlock Holmes is all right. I, I, I didn't see Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes. Not that much. Um, yeah, cool. Do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I do. Um, obviously, listen to every Delphin pod podcast out there, whether it be, um, Revenge of the sequel, which is, you know, currently on hiatus right now. But and we're thinking about Cloverfield paradox. Cloverfield paradox Paddington is the first, too. Maybe Paddington too. Oh, yeah, obviously. Movie. Yeah. It's really good. I can't say enough good things about Paddington. Too. That would be so crazy. Cause that would be like a Teddy Ruxpin movie sequel. Like just being like the best movie of all time. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. You're just like, Oh man, you have to see Teddy Ruxpin too. That's really good. Fucking what? First I've ever heard. Take it a good compared good to that. Look Here's what I'll say. Work. I'm going to sign this a spoiler. Paddington, I think pushes what we think of. Of when we talk about live action, animation, and bears, and time lapse, and talking bears, okay, wow, cool. those four I love things. Because there's some insane those stuff. Those are in all there. four things I have on my checklist for a good film. So that's interesting. <laughs> Hello, the thing Oscar is, Oscar nom. They don't have a playlist past like five or playtime past five. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go in the morning. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> they know who their audience is. Yeah, their they bread know. and butter. Five in the morning? Old know folks. Audience. They know. Uh, 25-year-old men. <laughs> but yeah, listen to uh, all of the um, Delphin Pod podcasts, whether it be, uh, you know, um, the Delphin Show or City room, City room podcast? Yeah, City Room podcast. Uh, oh, Delphin shows. There's only two shows. Yeah. You can <laughs> a little bit dated on that one. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we canceled um, that show, shows. John. Thanks yeah. for that. ROTS, um, whenever we do come back from a hiatus, it would be pretty fun. Here we were, we're obviously talking about either the Cloverfield Paradox or Kingsman 2. There's a lot of sequels out there. A lot there. of good yeah. sequels out there. Yeah. The summer of sequels. Ripe for the picking. I feel like yeah. we're going to do an actual, like, you know, silent sequel this year, which is pretty cool. What? A silent, silent sequel? sequel? A, a sequel from the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, okay. Era. Oh, okay. We're just Phantom watching movies on mute. All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> from that response, no one's going to tell about that episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not going to say anything. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be a silent episode. All that, please, um, you know, subscribe and stuff if you haven't already. Um, Also, if you uh, guys want to listen to the Sticker Fridge Network, um, listen to... You're just a podcast whore, I am totally a podcast whore right now. I need to get checked, seriously, at that point. Um, Listen to... um, Obviously, Fan Films Movie Club podcast, um, the director showdown podcast, which just ended their newest season, which is awesome. Thanks for the invite, John. All if of you, us would love guys, to be on there. If you guys want to go listen to the director uh, showdown podcast on the Stick Fridge Network, we actually do have a brand new sports podcast on the Stick Fridge Network, which is called Stick Fridge Sports. Um, oh, we have one too. 
<laughs> God damn it! Uh, search Stick Fridge Sports, and you guys will, ever, you know, you guys will have your uh, news laid, you know, up to date on the sports network. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, if you search Delphin Pod Sports, we have an interview with Tom Brady and Nick Foles uh, that's coming out soon. And then we have uh, Tim Duncan back from retirement. Oops. <laughs> You'll Spoilers? have to listen. I don't know. Maybe. Well, do all of that and you guys will be satisfied if you do actually listen to podcasts. So that's my plug right there. And um, keep an eye on the lookout. You know, keep... Keep an eye on, 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 on the lookout. My bad. Fuck. Take your eye out. Put it on, on your lookout. <laughs> Take your eye out and put it on your computer and look out for the n- newest season of uh, ROTS, which hopefully should be starting pretty soon. It's going to be pretty soon. We I apologize that we were actually taking a backseat to this Marvel podcast, but we're going to be we back. know what the people want. <laughs> we're going to be back better than ever. So it's, in it's a way, be pretty aren't awesome. you still getting sequels though? Yeah, right now? aren't you in a way? Are we you're not, totally not right. We could yeah. release I mean, this. It's not wrong. Three. Yeah, exactly. We have um, some good. We have an unreleased uh, speed interview two. with uh, uh, Brian O'Halloran from Clerks. Oh, nice. And a bunch of other unreleased stuff that we haven't. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So just keep. John said he's going to edit it with his iMac. <laughs> keep a lookout yeah. for that. It's going to be awesome. So yeah. that's the end of my plug. I don't have, we don't have time for any more plugs, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> don't plug like a podcast right now. <laughs> Fucking shit. Yeah, you guys can go. Um, yeah, no, Justin at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I mean, if you like um, what you see, if you like what you see here then, uh, on this audio podcast, yeah, yeah exactly. if you like what you hear, slide into Andrew's DMs. Yeah. Yeah. My butt. <laughs> he calls it That's his DM. Yeah. It's my dungeon master. Do you want to dive into my dungeon? Um, anyway, Jeez. if you liked what you heard or and saw in Iron Man 3, then come down to the shop and talk to me and Rob. Actually, a couple of you have already come down and said, like, hey, you're the dude from that podcast. La, 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 and I was like, I'm sorry. I had, you had to look at me. <laughs> I know I sound so sexy. I know. <laughs> On the David mic. Hasselhoff and, over and, here. Yeah, exactly. And then Hubba, they saw Hubba. me and they were like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you're a you're a hard one. They're just, <laughs> just, just throw up. They're like, ooh, <laughs> are you a that, boy uh, or a girl? <laughs> oh shit! However you pronounce that is totally different things. Because if they came up to you and like, ooh, you're a hard one. <laughs> That's a different than saying, oh, you're a hard one. <laughs> nah, you're a hard pass. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, if you again, if you like Iron Man three, we can hook you up with the experiment storyline. Yeah, Let's get you started. Do you guys you have more. any of those Iron Mans? No, we're sold out. Okay, dang. <laughs> Even the extremist one? No, no I don't know, Ron. No, no I, I was talking I about those action figures you guys are talking about. Oh, the, the hot the toys? 42, the hot yeah. toys. Oh, no. Uh, I think we, we sold, usually, you sold the last Iron Man. That's why. Maybe, yeah. No, we, oh, no, we have Bones, the one that comes yeah. apart. Oh, cool. Yeah. He actually comes with like a stand where like... You it's can, like holding his arm out. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of interesting. Like yeah. Detached and you, all his body parts. Yeah. 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 It's pretty pretty nasty. How much? What's the resale price on that? Oh, no. Those are like $280. Yeah. yeah it's pretty 200, crazy. 250 and It's, it's definitely hey, not just, for the poor fans. Yeah. There's hey, layaway available. I just, yeah, commit, I just committed tax fraud, so uh, I don't know. But I just came around with some with, money. Yeah, exactly. That, is that the fourth edit? Yeah. Oh, I can't say that. Yeah, you're right. In case any IRS people are listening Oh, yeah, you're right. Next week, we won't be back. This is hard evidence. This is what this is. This is John saying that I'm reporting. Thanks for now. Let's let it ride, baby. We'll do a lot. Rob, what do you have to plug? Uh, Talk about your TV show. I know. Yeah, every Mondays. uh, uh, 
every Monday at 1230 um, on the Facebook or the Internet. If you look at the World Wide Web. It's <laughs> uh, too many steps. Yeah, I know. Right? Uh, 1230, uh, My35 San Antonio Facebook or the Heroes of Fantasy Facebook. We usually uh, share it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people yeah. are, how many, you, you must reach a lot okay, of people. 10.5,000 on each network. Yeah. So that's I, KBB, yeah. that's uh, News 4 WAI, and that's the CW35. Wow, that's yeah. a that's a that's a 1% of how many people listen to this podcast. I know, yeah. It's like it pales in I'm comparison to the to the Delphin Dynasty, but yeah, uh, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, uh live right after this. Exactly. <laughs> this isn't a live um, <laughs> radio show. But uh but yeah, it, uh you know talk about anything pop culture, comics, all kinds that's of awesome. jazz. That's so not cool. really like the music, but I mean like the and yeah, people the get style. to see you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they can see uh, pretty much Andrew describing. Yeah. yeah, the moneymaker. <laughs> Handsome Rob. That, yeah. that was his nickname. Like, uh, the Italian job. Uh, yeah. Listen, that's never, that's never Listen, if you're, if you can't call, you, you can't, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Inappropriate. Thanks a lot, Harvey Weinstein. That's harassment. Yeah. <laughs> that's harassment, man. You can't just call that. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's pretty mouth, Andrew. Come to you get got your a, paycheck. You got a pretty mouth. Yeah. Shut your cock holster. Well, guys, make sure to go to facebook.com slash dolphin pod. John's making me give that stuff away. <laughs> go for it. Please give it away since you uh, promised it uh, beforehand. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. No. Subscribe to the podcast. Review it. Can you review? It's on Spotify. Yeah. 50% of our downloads are now on Spotify. It's insane. Ooh, props, Spotify. But can Thank people you. review it on Spotify? I don't know. Probably. You can review it on anything. Oh, sure. yeah. If okay. not, then just make random Facebook posts about us. Right. Um, yeah. You know, share them. Everybody know. Yeah. 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 If they don't want to listen to it, just play your stuff loudly next to people yeah. and they'll become listeners too. Force them to listen to this. Force. Yeah. Is not the word you want to use. And if there's anyone in North Korea listening, um, 